Hello and welcome to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. In this episode, actor Dan Stevens discusses his latest film, I'm Your Man, which has been selected as Germany's entry for the Best International Feature Oscar in this year's Academy Awards. This discussion is moderated by Janelle Riley from Variety and was recorded at the Landmark in Los Angeles during the film's opening weekend. Thank you all so much for getting vaccinated and coming out tonight. Uh, my name's Janelle Riley. Um, I'm so thrilled to be here for this Q&A with I'm Your Man and so pleased to welcome tonight's guest. Um, you want to talk about range. This is someone that you've seen in everything from Downton Abbey to Eurovision. Um, actually, that's the range right there. I don't have to go any further. <laughs> Please welcome Dan Stevens. <laughs> I love your shoes. I just Thank noticed them. Hello. Wow, this is the most people I think I've seen in over <laughs> a year. Um, wow, thank you all so much for coming out tonight. Um, yeah, and thanks for getting vaccinated as well. <laughs> and thank you for a beautiful, funny, unique, wonderfully weird film. Thank you. <laughs> um, whatever we have people as accomplished as you are, which, which isn't often, frankly. Um, I like to go back to the beginning and ask, you know, what was your first job, the first time you felt you could call yourself a professional actor? Oh, goodness. Um, that's a really good question. I guess it was... I did a Hallmark adaptation of Frankenstein. What, wait, Hallmark Frankenstein? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it had the most amazing cast. Donald Sutherland was in it, William Hurt, Ooh. Julie Delpy, Jean Rochefort. <gasps> I've seen um, this, yes. Okay. And that was my first paid gig. It was in Slovakia. Okay. Um, yeah, that was quite a... Who, who yeah, that was the play? first time I remember going, wow, this is yeah, incredible. Um, I played Henry Clerval. Do you know the novel? Not at all. Good. Um, I, yeah. Um, Which is terrible because I wrote no, a play about fine. Mary Shelley. You would oh. think I would. Yeah. Well, you can go back to the novel and realize how tiny that part is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, the first, that was the first paid job I think I ever had. Yeah. Pretty good. I As mean, William actor. Hurt? Yeah. I know, that's, right? Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, well, now uh, you are the, the titular character in I'm Your Man. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah. The mensch. <laughs> which comes to us from the fantastic director, Maria Schrader. Um, I'm curious, how did the script find its way to you and what interested you, not just in the role, but the project? Yeah, I mean, it was last spring um, and I'd just gotten home from uh, New York where I was due to be on Broadway and the play obviously shut down and everything was, you know, everything was shut down. And, and um, it was a strange sort of time for humanity. And uh, in the middle of all that, this German script came along, and my reps, who normally read things, I hope, and, and you know, we'll put a little note in it saying, hey, we've read this, what do you think, or whatever. Um, they said, look, it's Maria Schrader, she did Unorthodox. I thought, great, we don't know what it's about. And uh, so they sent this German script, and I dusted off the Duden Dictionary, and, and uh, yeah, and sort of plowed through it for, for a couple of days, I think. And I said, guys, I think this is really special. I think this is really funny and sweet and, and weird. There's a, a huge opportunity for physical comedy, which I love. And, uh, and also, I think it's very profound and, yeah. and kind of beautiful. Um, I might be wrong, uh, but this is what I've, I've gotten out of my two-day translation of this thing. I said, okay, so we you know, got the wheels in motion. I had a chat with Maria. Um, I was terrified. We did the whole meeting in German. I thought like, I'm, it felt like a, I mean, it really felt like a job interview more than normally because it was like in German. I was like, God, it felt like a German test is what it felt like. I felt like I was 17 <laughs> again and I was doing my oral exam and just like, oh, God. And uh, she said, look, your German is perfect, uh, 
but it's obviously very, very complicated technical German. If you promise me you can learn this crazy German and deliver it at speed, you've got the job. I went, yep, definitely. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course I can do that. And, That's what uh, actors do, special skills. German exactly, German. yeah. Is it riding a horse? <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and then I got on, got on a plane, went to Berlin and met her and Jan, her, her partner who co-wrote the screenplay. First night I was in Berlin and, and I just sort of downloaded everything that I had got from their screenplay and they kind of uploaded me with some extra thoughts that they'd had and, and, and it was a very, very sort of happy meeting of minds. They could tell that I found it very funny and very beautiful at the same time. And then we were, you know, off to the races. It was, uh, it was a, a really wild experience. The, one of the first films that was allowed to be made during the COVID protocols in Berlin, we were very, very lucky to to get to make it at all. Um, a lot of the studio, sorry, a lot of the apartment stuff you see was shot in a studio, which meant, you know, we were able to shoot under these new protocols mm -hmm. um, a lot more easily. Um, and uh, it was an incredible focused crew, you know, much, much reduced and um, yeah, so there. Who knew you could speak German? Did Maria know that <laughs> when she sent it to you or? I, I guess so, I did a film there, I did a film in Berlin about 13 years ago. Um, it was a biopic of Hildegard Kniff, uh, starring Heike Makac, uh, who you might remember from, um, oh God, not Notting Hill, what is it? Love Actually. Um, and yes, she's in She's oh, in that, right, yeah. Right. Um, she's the one that Alan Rickman buys the, mm -hmm. the necklace for, that one. Yeah, we don't um, like her in yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so she's a great actress. She's a great actress, <laughs> and she played Hildegard Kniff, and her, Hildegard Kniff's second husband was an Englishman who spoke German. And so they were looking back then for, a, for an Englishman who could speak German, and there's about five of us, and four of them were busy. And um, <laughs> so I did that, and then I guess, yeah, sort of echoing around the halls of the German film industry, someone went, I think Dan Stevens speaks German, why don't you send it to him? And I think Maria was actively looking, I don't know if she was just looking for an Englishman, I think, you know, she was looking for a foreign actor who could speak German, mm -hmm. who, who would give Tom that sort of otherness, but yeah. who could also get their head and their mouth around this bizarre German that he has to speak. So. Again, it's a, quite a short list. I was very, very happy and lucky to be on it. I mean, Tom is programmed to be the perfect partner, um, <laughs> whatever that means to any given person. And I was thinking, because you've obviously played your share of leading men, but kind of subversive leading men. You know, um, the Beast, for example. Not, not your standard leading man. <laughs> no, legion. a bit hairier than, than some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it fun to kind of play with those expectations? Yes, and I, I, I felt that this film was very much yeah. doing that. You know, it, it, it's really, it's not a satire, for, you know, beginning to end, but it's certainly in the beginning. Yeah. We like the idea that Tom had been, you know, it's pretty well constructed, you know, well programmed, but not perfectly. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of been uploaded with, you know, the 20 greatest chat up lines of all time or some, you know, some sort of BuzzFeed link or something. And, and he, we, like, we also like the idea that he'd watched a ton of screwball comedies. And so the sort of... Cary Grant, Jimmy Stewart influence was very strong. In fact, and the Catherine Hepburn thing was very strong as well. And they even sort of dressed Alma quite Catherine Hepburn-y. Yes. Um, and we chose Cary Grant's hair color for Tom. And uh, so we, you know, we liked the idea that he'd sort of digested a lot of these. And, and we looked through and there were just certain, if, if you watch Cary Grant, you know, he's, I, I love him, but he's, he is very stylized. There's mm -hmm. something very mannered about him sometimes. And, and, and it's sort of, you know, there were plenty of naturalistic performers during that time, but he was of a different ilk. And, and there's certain moves he does or certain things. And you just think, okay, if a robot had sort of watched that and gone, well, now I do this, you know, and it's sort of, and, and it just seems wrong. It's out of context. It's mistimed or something. And so we, we played a lot with, with that kind of stuff.
that's so true because I feel like Cary Grant was always at an angle. Right. You know, like. <laughs> His physicality is, is amazing, actually. Um, and uh, it was one of the many things I learned uh, last summer was that the German title for the for Philadelphia's story is completely different. And so I was chatting away with Alma and we were getting along great. And uh, we suddenly started talking about screwball comedies. I was like, brilliant, this is going so well. And she went, you've seen Nacht vor der Hochzeit. And I was like, excuse me, what? And, uh, and I was like, I was just searching my mind files for what the hell is she talking about? This is Jimmy Stewart, Cary Grant, Catherine Hepburn movie I've never heard of called The Night Before the Wedding. What is that? What, you know, and it, it took us hours to work out that she was talking about Philadelphia wow. story. So there you go. Is it because they don't care where Philadelphia is? I or? guess maybe yeah. it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think, um, I mean, playing any role is challenging. I'm always surprised when a movie gets made because it's just such a challenge. But Tom, it feels like it would kind of be fun to be Tom or like he'd almost make you a nicer person. Um, <laughs> did you like, you know, sort of being in his shoes for a while? It, it, I did. I mean, I, I I love being on any set, frankly, and, and I think you know if the role is if the role is fun, I, I'm I feel so lucky to do what I do, and and you know especially during COVID to get to go and play like that with such a playful role. Of course, I, I you know I enjoyed it, but um, there was something very. There's I think there's also always something very fun about stepping into a naive character, yeah. where it's like I had to know a lot of German for this, but I didn't have to know too much else. Like I could just sort of sit in who he was and be very very present for. Alma and for Marin's performance, which is incredibly naturalistic and, and human and beautiful and, and um, incredibly proud that she won the, the Silver Bear at the yeah. Berlin Film Festival for that performance, because it is, it is so special. But there was something sort of um, very unusual about our pairing in that the usual back and forth with the scene partner wasn't there. So I was sort of sitting on lots of things that I would have otherwise been doing and just got to sort of watch these amazing actors around me. and. Um, and just try and remember my German lines, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you're probably translating as you're speaking. I've heard, you know, people who, who have to speak English for a movie say, you know, they're, they're working on two levels at once. It, yes, it, it, it can feel like that sometimes. I mean, at the end of the day, learning a language is sort of programming in a way. Um, and I, I realized that as we were doing it. It's just like switching, a, it's switching into a certain mode. And with enough fluency, you do sort of, you start, I started to think and even dream in German sometimes. And, and um, that was a really weird stage to get to. I'd never got there with just school level German, you know, but actually the full immersion and, and having the, the cast and crew speak to me in German all day, every day was, it was, a, yeah, it was, it, it sort of lit up a part of my brain I'd never quite had before. Are you the kind of actor who, you know, takes your work home with you? Uh, that's why I was thinking it might have been nice to be Tom as opposed to, like, something like The Guest. Which mean, did I tidy up more? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know, existing in, in, in the space of somebody like from Legion or The Guest, you know, who are more tortured souls. Actually, the guy in The Guest was kind of a sociopath. Maybe he didn't feel... He wasn't that tortured. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't tortured at all, come to think of it. I don't think he was tortured, yeah. no. No, he was having a fine time. But you know, do you have those days where it's it's sort of hard to shake at the end of the day? Um, I don't know. I th I, th I think the physicality of Tom was very. It, it, I sort of lived. I lived in him a lot more, and I was totally on my own in Berlin, really, just sort of walking around and speaking German all, all day. And so I was able to really immerse in a way that I that I wasn't, you know, normally sort of you know working here in town. You know, mm -hmm. I come home every night and sort of hopefully switch switch modes, but. Um, Linguistically and, and for the for the physicality, it was nice to sort of live in him a bit more than usual, perhaps. Yeah. 
And you mentioned Marinager. I hope I pronounced her name right. I think okay. You did, yeah. <laughs> um, I was wondering if I should make it sound more German. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I apologize to any Germans <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> How many Germans are in the audience, by the way? Really, a couple. Zwei. That's not bad. Willkommen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I always think it's strange, you know, to uh, uh, put two people together and say, okay, have chemistry. Yes. Especially when you haven't, you didn't have any kind of a chemistry, really, did you? No, no. Uh, She had been cast. um, I think, you know, again, Maria was looking for the most naturalistic human performer she could find for for Alma and then look for somebody very actively foreign for for Tom. And, um, yeah, it was, was you know, I think for her it was especially challenging. Um, And for me it it was... different challenges, but as I say, the, the usual back and forth with your scene partner deliberately wasn't there, and we had to remove human elements from a, from a scene to kind of make this dynamic work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it took, it took Marin a few, a few days to be like, what the hell is he doing? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, was like, I had to try and sort of reassure, uh, reassure her through my you know, uh, terrible German. How do you, you know, n- know that chemistry will work? And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes you don't know but especially a movie like this that hinges so much on your relationship. Yeah, I, that's, a, that's a really good question, and I, I don't think I can answer that, really. <laughs> um, I think it, you sort of, you know, people sometimes tell you from the monitor, you know, they're watching yeah. scenes happen, and they're like, wow, this, this has great chemistry. But uh, again, I, you can certainly feel when it's not there, I think. You can, um, I was wondering. And, uh, yeah, I, when it's there, I suppose maybe you don't notice it. And um, I'm delighted if it, if it comes through the screen, because I think there is an odd chemistry there. But it, as I say, it was a sort of, it took a minute to realize that it was still there, even though the usual flow wasn't quite there. So what did end up being the biggest challenge of making the movie or playing Tom? Dancing the rumba. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a good dancer. We've all seen well, your thank vision. thank you. I'd never danced yeah. a rumba before. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I am quite proud of having learned a rumba because I think the German was one thing, but I was th- it's an incredibly precise dance. Uh-huh. I don't know if anybody is familiar with rumba, but um, I was taught while, all the while um, we were shooting, any, any day off I had or any time off I had, I would be in a dance studio uh, with a very strict German rumba teacher, <laughs> um, which you know, I, I like a day off, um, and uh, this was this was this really felt like work, um, and in German as well. So you know, my dance German is practically non-existent. So he was saying things to me and, and talking about steps and moves and things. And I was like, cool, um, and uh, but we got there, and uh, yeah, we shot that at the very end of the the shoot um, for a number of reasons, mostly so that I could you know get my rumba up and running, but also because it was one of the few big group scenes that we mm-hmm. had. You know, a lot of it was just the two of us. And um, so we waited until the end of the summer um, and, you know, make sure, you know, everybody was tested through the nose and that kind of thing, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so we, we kept those sort of big group scenes to the end. Uh, Maria is such a special director, and you probably already knew that from her previous work, but sometimes it's a leap of faith. Actually, it's, I guess it's always a leap of faith to some degree. <laughs> a little a little bit. Yes, it can be. I mean, I, I loved the way Unorthodox was was shot. Um, and, and I really... The fact that she and her partner, Jan, had written this, and, and having met them both, and, and they're both sort of fiercely bright people, but very, very witty, very sanguine about humanity and you know the battle of the sexes and 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 kind of they were just so keen to sort of use their brand of humor their sort of uh, very smart humor I think to sort of mine something quite um you know quite deep and profound not just about AI but about you know 
partnership and relationships and, and humanity and all sorts of huge things, which that also struck me as a very German thing about the film, <laughs> that it could kind of tackle these huge philosophical questions with a very kind of breezy wit. Um, I've always found that to be a very German quality. Have you, um, I've talked to people who've seen this movie and loved it, and a couple people said that it, it was deceptively profound. They didn't expect to be so moved by it. They thought, you know, it would be funny and interesting, and then they're like, they made me cry. Like, yeah, like you well, that's probably me. the best kind of, of <laughs> yeah. profundity, I think. Um, I never like a film that sort of tries to sledgehammer mm -hmm. you over the head too much with something very, very weighty. But at the same time, it's not sort of broadly side-splittingly funny. I mean, there's some very funny bits. And by the way, this is the first time I've ever seen it with an audience tonight. And so you guys are very, very special to me because just hearing your laughter, um, it confirmed to me what I thought when I first translated it. I was like, oh, this is quite funny. This is great. Um, it was really, it's a really nice thing to hear um, and something a lot of us have missed uh, this last year is being able to see things with a crowd. So thank you. And I really want everyone to spread the word that this movie is now in theaters because it's such a special film. Um, thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you and congratulations you on a beautiful movie. Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theaters Q&A podcast. If you want to hear more conversations with filmmakers about the latest independent, foreign, and documentary films opening at Landmark Theaters, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit our podcast website at landmarktheaters.podbean.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of Q&As and other exclusive content. See you next time.